Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What should we expect from the rookie quarterbacks? We'll talk about it next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Emery Hunt. We're talking about what we're going to expect from the rookie quarterbacks in 2023. Obviously, we had three quarterbacks taken inside of the top four picks in this year's NFL draft. We had another one go uh, 33rd overall. And then Hendon Hooker at 68. We'll talk about all five of those guys. And, you know, I think at this point going in, fantasy players are most excited about Anthony Richardson. He's pretty much slotted in as a top 10 quarterback. You know, I did our consensus rankings for the fantasy football today newsletter a couple weeks ago and for Dave Jamie and Heath Anthony Richardson's pretty much a top 12 quarterback and it mostly comes down to the rushing ability there right we we have some questions about you know how his accuracy is going to translate to the NFL how often the Colts are going to throw the ball you know this was a team that if they had their druthers even before Anthony Richardson they wanted to run the ball a ton and obviously Richardson's rushing ability you know, makes him a real weapon in that part of the game. Do you think he's ready to be a dynamic fantasy option from day one? Absolutely. I feel like his rookie year will look a lot like Jalen Hurst's first year as a starter mm-hmm. in 2021. I see for all of these rookies, no one's getting over 25 touchdown passes. But to your point about Richardson, when you add in 700 yards rushing and 10 rushing touchdowns, it elevates him over the rest of the other guys from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, it, that's the thing about rookie quarterbacks is, you know, at other positions, you know, specifically running back and wide receiver, tight ends kind of difficult as well. It's pretty hard for rookie quarterbacks to be really, really good from a fantasy perspective. You know, you mentioned that 25 touchdown mark. There's only been four rookie quarterbacks who have ever had 25 or more passing touchdowns. Peyton Manning in 1998 also had 28 interceptions, if you remember. Russell Wilson had 26. Baker Mayfield had 27 as a rookie. And then Justin Herbert with the record at 31 also had 4,300 passing yards. Only four rookie quarterbacks have had 4,000 passing yards as well. So that's when we're talking about it. That's why Anthony Richardson of this three, you know, I'd be surprised. Frankly, I'd be a little shocked if he got to 4,000 passing yards. Not necessarily because I don't think he'll be good, but just because the Colts probably aren't going to have him throw 600 times I you know I'd be a little surprised if he threw 500 times as a rookie so he's gonna have to do it with his legs and you know that's what we've seen the last couple of seasons Justin Fields last year Jalen Hurts like you mentioned Lamar Jackson's first year as a starter that bar gets a lot lower when guys have rushing abilities is he you know on that kind of level as a runner yeah, absolutely. And because he could has the ability to go 80 yards on any given play mm-hmm. with his ability, that's that elevates him into that stratosphere. I would also say this to add this caveat to his past numbers. I think people are discrediting his ability to connect on a deep ball. So if you're mm-hmm. in the best ball situation, I think we'll see a lot of deep passing touchdowns from Anthony Richardson because of his ability as a runner, because you have to respect that. And also Jonathan Taylor. Look for guys to be on a lot of receiving in the 45 to 50-yard touchdown bombs going down the field. 
Yeah, so with C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young obviously being the number one and two overall picks, generally those guys don't land in great situations from year one. I, I think that's probably how we feel about both of them. You know, expectations for their rookie seasons, frankly, a bit low, and I think probably should be. Which one of them, you know, I guess from a fantasy perspective, has the ability, do you think, to overcome what will likely be a pretty weak supporting cast in both cases? Well, I think Bryce Young, because he has a better team and also mm -hmm. has a better setup in terms of the guys that are around him. Frank Wright, former quarterback. We also talked about Josh McCown, former quarterback. Jim Caldwell works well with quarterbacks. Plus, there's a lot of talent on an offense. They just needed a steady hand last mm -hmm. year to steady that ship. And he could be that steady hand coming from the experience he experienced at Alabama. So I think he has a chance to put up at least close to that 25 touchdown number uh, while also distributing the football to a lot of different targets. You wonder where the receiving targets are in Houston. And C.J. Stroud is probably going to be more so on that pitch count, dealing with a mm -hmm. defensive-minded coach, running the football, play action, take the safe shots. And I think that's going to be the, their approach. So if I had to rank them, it'll, it'll go Richardson, Young, and Stroud. And then, you know, we've got the two other guys, Will Levis and, and Hendon Hooker. We don't expect them to start from day one, uh, in particular Hendon Hooker coming back from that torn ACL. But, you know, he is someone that landing in Detroit, you know, they've got all these pieces. They've got weapons around him. Great running game, a fantastic offensive line. We saw Jared Goff have arguably the best season of his career last year. Hooker is someone that. You know, if Goff gets hurt midseason or if the Lions, you know, they have playoff expectations, if they start out like three and five, I could see them turning to Hooker, giving an opportunity. Do you think he's got the potential to be a fantasy contributor? Not in year one, more so in year <clears throat> two, because we don't know where he is coming from the injury, and how healthy mm -hmm. or how much he trusts that knee. Um, so that's the key. And I think next year we can have this conversation because we would have be two years removed from him, him getting hurt because he's a he's just like Jared Goff, but with a better arm, much mm -hmm. more athleticism. So he's in terms a better version of Jared Goff. So you like his potential year two and on forward. So if you can get him late in a stash, I would do that just to have him in tow. You know, I, I know you you weren't a, a Will Levis guy in the scouting process in Tennessee. Not a great landing spot. Traylon Burke's first round pick last year. But other than that, cupboards are pretty bare from a playmaking standpoint, but does he have the, you know, he, he didn't run a lot last season, but he was dealing with some lingering issues uh, injury wise. Does he have the athleticism to, to be a fantasy contributor if he can get an opportunity? Not necessarily. I, I feel like he's more like what they already have in Tannehill, you know, mm -hmm. in terms of that type of athlete. Now to be fair, Tannehill was a former college receiver. So yeah. he had a different type of athleticism. I'm talking about Tannehill, the quarterback. We don't see him take off and run as much. I feel like, that's what we see, what we will see from a guy like Levis. So I don't think he provides that much upside from a fantasy perspective with his running, but also within that offense. They just don't have that type of output to put up those type of passing numbers that you want to see uh, from your fantasy quarterback. All right, that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll be back tomorrow to talk some Dynasty. We'll see you then.